Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Is your mom always pointing out how you should have done something better? Do you share good news with your brother, but then he like poops all over it? Do you have a friend who says, oh, let me just play devil's advocate for a second. Well, there are good points to these people and you love them, but you leave conversations feeling drained, sad, frustrated, or resentful. Today, I'm teaching you my five-step process to deal with negative friends and family so you can stop feeling emotionally drained and start feeling happier and more connected. So don't leave. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. It's podcast day. I took a big breath there, didn't I? (laughs) Hello, it's Abby. I know you know that. I know I say it every week. Okay, but that's part of the fun, right? Isn't that part of our little thing we do? That's part of our shtick, me and you. That's what we do. I introduce myself, even though you know it was me, and then I say, I can't believe I'm doing it again. There you go. So, hello, welcome, welcome to the podcast. We are putting an end to season three. I am super excited. I'm so, I just want to, I'm really proud of myself, I have to say. I'm really proud of the podcast. I'm proud of all the things. Um, just feeling excited about what, you know, everything it's um, been, everything it's being, everywhere we're going. Um, I'm. I'm stoked. So 
And I, I'm going to be ending, uh, so this is episode 149, episode 150 will be the end of season three, and then I'll be taking a couple weeks off to rejuvenate, to recalibrate, to just relax. Um, you know, I put out a lot of stuff every week. I have the blog, I have the podcast, I have the YouTube channel, you know, the videos every week. I do a weekly newsletter. It's, and then I, you know, I work, <laughs> see my clients do everything else. So it's good. It's, I'm sure I'm modeling good mental health by taking some time off. And, uh, as I'm recording this, Gary and I are getting ready to take a few days and, um, off together and just adults only, you know, just lay by the pool together and have a lot of hotel sex. We all like that. Who doesn't like hotel sex? That's the best. Okay. So uh, <laughs> if you haven't yet, it's time to buy my book, Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing, Even If You're Single. I've had a lot of pe- single people buy the book and it really helps them kind of get ready for a relationship. Uh, so, and if you have bought my book, I would ask you to please, please, please go to Amazon and leave a review. It really helps to leave reviews. I don't ask for them. I just always forget. And it really makes a difference. So if you've ever bought my book, even if it was two years ago, if you, and you haven't left a review, could you please go over to Amazon? Please, please, pretty please. And just take a few minutes and leave a review. And all you, you can just say it's the best book I ever read, you know, that you don't have to say anything else. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you know, you don't have to write anything much. You just align. It just helps people know if it's for them or not. Um, you could say the one thing you learned or the one thing you got or, you know, whatever, how it made you feel. Uh, you don't have to, you know, try to be Shakespeare writing a review. So please do that if you haven't yet. I would appreciate it. Okay. So this is a good one because, you know, <laughs> I, uh, first of all, because a lot of you wrote in about it. And so here it is, like I try to promise. Um, and I have to tell you, I battled this for many years. You know, I've talked about my mommy issues on the podcast, but I haven't always talked about my sibling issues on the podcast <laughs> because they're all still living. Um, I really love my siblings, like deeply. And I've found them emotionally draining over the years. I have at different times, not all the time, but at different times. And I would say this. So my siblings and I, we seem to fall into kind of two distinct categories. So my one brother and I are total glass half full types. Um, and my other brother and sister are definitely glass half empty types. I would probably say the other two are glass shattered and causing bleeding <laughs> types. But hey, I'm trying to be a glass half full girl, even as I talk about this. So, um, and my sister and I especially are very close where the book ends and the boys are in the middle. And I speak, we speak often and, um, and it used to be pretty hard for me because everything in her life is seen initially through a very negative lens. And I would get off the phone or I'd read a text from her and I would feel emotionally exhausted and then resentful that she was like creating this in my life, that she was causing this, that she, you know, I was waking up to 10 texts her with her complaining about something. Um, now, my big sister is amazing. She, I mean, and I mean that. She's an amazing person in so many ways. She's, I, she has been my biggest supporter since the day I was born literally <laughs> the day I was born. Um, 
she always remembers to send cards to me and my kids and Gary, everybody. For every holiday, birthday, Groundhog Day, Jewish thing, I, it, she's unbelievable. Every time there's been, you know, Mother's Day, you know, or my, my especially, I remember my first Mother's Day ever after I had Max, she sent me like, a like I don't even remember, all these roses and um, she sent me my favorite chocolates, you know, like she just is so friggin' thoughtful. She bakes, she sends things, she always asks, you know, what are your kids like? What can I get them? Well, my kids were little... I mean, you know, cards, cards and gifts from Aunt Lori were like really happening. She's just, she's a lovely human. She actually runs a charity helping homeless pets. It's her own charity. Um, taking it to the streets with Lori and Shira. That's my niece's name. Uh, in Southern California. I'll actually link to it in the show notes in case you're really into helping. It's a charity. It's a 501c3. So you can get a tax deductible donation if you want to support what she does is uh, she helps uh, homeless people's pets, the dogs especially, get like spay and neutered and things like that. And she makes sure they have food and things like that. Uh, anyway, and she's been doing it for years and very successful doing it. It's, it's really kind of wonderful. So, but getting back, despite her absolute love and affection for me, when I'd call, she'd answer the phone sounding pissed off and like I was bothering her. She'd be like, hello. And and she knows me, you know, she has caller ID. She knows it's me. Um, and she complain or be negative about something. And if I tried to offer any advice or helpful suggestions, you know, I'd get an earful about how she just couldn't do it and how her situation was different. And she, I mean, draining. <laughs> so I love my sister dearly. Couldn't imagine a world. I wasn't going to like cut her off or not speak to her. That wasn't going to happen. But I also couldn't keep going on in this way. And a few years ago, she got divorced and it was horrible and messy and yucky and he was not cool. And, you know, I'd wake up to text like, you know, he, you know, about him and, you know, really go off. And it just, it was, it was ugly. It wasn't cool. And it wasn't good for her either, right? To like be doing that. It just wasn't good for her to be thinking like that. So, I had to figure out how to change things. That was on me, right? I had to figure out how to change things. And I did. Um, I really did. I came up with uh, these really these kind of five steps that have not only worked for me, but I've been using with my clients for years, you know, all that. It's been very successful. So let me share and let's get to it. Step one is really that you have to get into the right mindset. So, you know, how are you feeling? about your emotionally draining person, your EDP, your emotionally draining person. Likely, you've got a lot of negative emotions attached to them. And you might even notice that the loving emotions you used to have for them are starting to disappear. That was definitely happening with me and my sister. I was starting to not feel like loving and warm and fuzzy towards her and just, you know, kind of resentful. So I, you might be blaming them for feeling bad after you speak to them. I was doing that. Or resenting them for overwhelming you with their negativity. Yes, yes, I'm raising my hand for all of it. Yes, yes. So if you want to change the relationship, those thoughts and feelings, they're not going to work. You're going to need to take responsibility and not act like the victim. You can't blame them for how you feel. You've co-created every relationship in your life. You know, I say this a lot because it's the truth coming at you with the love bomb. You've co-created every relationship in your life, including this one. Maybe you've tried things that haven't worked, but that doesn't mean you don't have responsibility to try again, to keep going until it works, because it will. 
I, I had to try many, many times. And it's not a straight line, but I'm just going to say that. And here's the thing I always say about relationships. You've heard me say it before. The one in the most, most pain needs to change first. And that, my lovely, is you. That was me. It's just what it is. If you want to grow this relationship in a positive direction, you're going to need to make some changes in how you interact. And they're not going to do it because they're not the one in pain. You are. So you're going to need to come from love, not fear. You know, it's, it, that's true everywhere. You'll need to find your compassion and kindness. And you need to keep at it until things move. That's just number one, your mindset. Step two, of course, is be lovingly direct. Now it's time to have a direct loving conversation with your emotionally draining person, with your EDP. (laughs) I like your EDP. I just made that up. Okay. It's time to tell them how you feel and what you need. You need to state the boundaries you need them to abide by when they're interacting with you. I strongly recommend, did I mention strongly? Did I say strongly? Did I strongly recommend it? That you use the I feel formula when you do this. And to come back to the I feel formula often in your interactions, you know I have it as a free download. You know you can just come on over, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, and it's right there on this page. (laughs) Am I yelling at you? I'm sorry. It works. As long as you stay lovingly, lovingly, operative word direct, you're not responsible for how the other person reacts. They might not like this. They might get upset. They might feel attacked no matter how loving and gentle you are with your approach. You, but that's not your issue. As long as you know you're loving, it's cool. And you have to stick to the I feel mantra. You just have to stick to it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I feel. When you and I need. And I, you know, I said those things to my sister. You know, I feel overwhelmed and resentful when you answer the phone in a negative voice. And I need you to see my name come up and be excited to talk to me or not answer the phone. And she always wants to talk to me, by the way. My sister loves me. She loves talking to me. It's like her favorite thing. (laughs) So I, and I knew that even as I called and even as she sounded so negative and angry. So I just, I brought attention to it. And did it work the first time I did it? Yes. Did it work the second day? No. (laughs) That's kind of the thing. You know, she changed it for like a day or two and then went back. So I reminded her again in the same way. Hey, just reminding you, I feel really annoyed when you answer the phone in that angry voice. And I need you to focus and really think before you answer or don't answer the phone. Just don't answer. It's okay with me, right? Just have to say it. And guess what? Now it's pretty good. It really is actually almost all the time now. 
So, <laughs> uh, really, so use it, stick to it, make it your mantra, just keep coming back to it, and it really, really helps. Okay, and come on over and download it. All right. Step three is hold your boundaries. You can make and share your boundaries all day long, but if you don't hold them, they're useless. If your EDP, if your emotionally draining person doesn't respect your boundary, remind them of it right then and there. You can, again, like I do with my sister, and you can use the I feel statement if you want, but you got to do it. They need to see in the moment how their behavior is trampling your boundary. What happens a lot is we wait till later to say something or whatever, and they have no idea. It's, and I, I mean this with all respect and love, but it's like your dog peeing on the carpet and you smack him on the nose five days later. It, it, there's no connection to the thing in the moment. And you really have to do that. Again, I know people aren't dogs. I'm aware. I just, I want you to get that idea that they're really, you need to connect them very directly. So if they, and if they won't respect your boundary, let them know you'll need to hang up the phone, go home, or even I had a client who had to block her mom's number because the mother kept texting her all these hard things. And I said to her, text her, let her know you're going to block her number for a while. And that's it that she doesn't, she's lost the privilege of texting you for a little while. Tell her with love. I love you very much. This is really hurtful. And, uh, you know, I, and actually she used the, I feel statement, you know, I, I feel overwhelmed and anxious and hurt when you, uh, text me over and over, even though I've asked you to stop and I need to block your number for a week with love know that I love you, but I, I can't keep doing this. And that was it. And I had a block on the number. And then I said to her, you know, why don't you unblock it in a week and see how it goes? And you can then text her and say, hey, I'm here, you know, if you want to talk or you can, you know, reach out if you want. But if it starts again, draw the boundary again. So, but you have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to hold the boundary. They're not going to hold it for you. So, you could also tell, I've had clients tell people they can only contact them via email. I've had some, uh, for example, I'm thinking of a client who had a very messy divorce and he was texting and he was doing all stuff. And I was like, just go through email, just go through email. And actually she switched to a, um, there, I think it's called the family wizard or something. It's, it's a program that a lot of lawyers and mediators use to do all the communication between, uh, exes who are divorcing messily or, you know, who need to have a trail and it was good. So everything was kind of held in this app or in this, you know, software. And she, you know, didn't feel, and she could go look at it when she wanted, when she was ready, instead of it just popping up everywhere, like in her email or her phone or wherever. And she felt like she was getting assaulted all the time. So you, you just have to be direct, you know, and lovingly and hold your boundaries. That's your job. And here's the thing. The key is not to be angry with them while you hold these boundaries. Don't ascribe meaning to what they're doing. You know, he knows he's making me angry and he's doing it anyway. Nope. Stop it. (laughs) You, again, have co-created the relationship to be this way. You've been letting them trample your boundaries for years. Don't expect it to change overnight. They're going to push the boundaries unconsciously, unwittingly, who knows, they're, but they're going to do it. And you don't need to be mad, just firm, just clear, just consistent. That's your only thing you got to do. Remember, I, and, and I really mean this, your emotionally draining person is doing the best they ha- can with the tools they have. 
just as you were doing the best you could with the tools you had for all those years that you allowed them to treat you poorly. It's just, it's just time to change now. But no one has to blame. No one has to get mean. No one, none of that has to happen. But sometimes when you draw boundaries, I've shared this before, when I started drawing them with my mother, for example, she got mad. She didn't like that I was drawing boundaries. And she used to call me mean all the time. And you know, I'm a lot of things, I have to tell you. I'm just not mean. Uh, she would even say things like I'm yelling at her. I don't, I don't even yell. I don't yell. I mean, I really don't yell. I get excited here on the podcast, but I don't like yell when I'm talking to people unless I'm, you know, across a distance. It's just not, it's just not something I do. So I was so clear I wasn't, but that's how she perceived it because I was drawing a boundary. So it was mean. I was yelling. I was mean to her. It was amazing. And it wasn't anything of the sort to me. But that's how she saw it. I couldn't control that. And, and I, I just had to stick to my boundary. And I just had to keep being loving. And eventually, it did turn around. Eventually, she felt the love. It just took a little bit in the beginning. She was, she was fighting it. Okay. Step four, be the dominant vibration in the relationship. Why do we allow others' negativity to make, to quote, unquote, make us feel negative? What, why isn't it the other way around? Why don't? We push them to be positive. Think about it. You're in a great mood, so you decide to call your dad and check in. But when you start chatting, he starts being negative and pointing out what's wrong with your life and all the things. You then get into a bad mood and you blame your dad for your bad mood. Uh Uh-uh. No, stop it. Why isn't it the other way? Why can't your dad come over to your good mood? What would that be like? I'll tell you that I've been practicing it for years and it's a game changer. You can get people over to you just as easily as they can get people, they can get you over to them. You just have to, again, hold your boundary. So again, remember, you're not a victim. Not only that, you are powerful too. Practice being the dominant vibration and keeping yourself in a positive frame so that they, the emotionally draining people, are calibrating to your fabulous energy. Do it that way. Instead of you, calibrating to them. I did a whole podcast on this. I think it's episode 113, I want to say. I will link to it in the show notes though. It's 113 or 114. It's one of those episodes. (laughs) And I did a whole thing I have on YouTube. I have a calibration exercise that you can listen to that to help you get in that heightened state. It takes a few minutes. Um, I'll link to that in the show notes also. You can go on YouTube and search Abby Metcalf calibration exercise. You'll find it. There are a bunch of ways to do this, but I mean, really, 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 really get them to calibrate over to you. Hey, dad, I don't want to have this kind of conversation with you. I was in a great mood when I come on the phone. I want to have fun with you. I love you. I don't want us to be talking about what I'm doing wrong. What else can we talk about? You know, you can do it. (laughs) You can do it. He probably doesn't realize, again, be direct, hold your boundary, do the other things I talked about. Don't be mad, be firm. All these things work and be the dominant vibration. And then step five really is that you got to change how you interact. So before you speak to your emotionally draining person, check in with yourself and make sure you're at that high vibrational state. If you're exhausted, don't call them back. It's, it's okay to say no to your plans for tonight with your friend if you've had a tough day at work and don't feel like you can hold your boundary with them tonight. Do you know what I mean? Then you just cancel. You, do, you just say, I can't make it. Stop taking on your emotionally draining person's issues overall. I would say that's like a second thing, to, a, a second way to, 
change how you interact. Don't offer suggestions, member, give advice or try to fix anything for them. If they complain about something, you can say, uh, hey, I have complete faith in you figuring this out. <laughs> You're smart. I know you'll figure this out. I have total faith in you. You can do that. And not another word. Tick a lock. Boop. Stop talking. If they ask for your advice, turn it back to them. You know, the most important thing is for you to know your own thinking. What do you think you should do? My telling you what I think isn't going to help. I want to hear what you're thinking. You know, just keep turning it back. Uh, or maybe you have that emotionally draining friend who's always looking for reassurance. You know, it's like a constant. You just, they're always looking for you to, you know, give them reassurance about either their looks or what they're doing or their work or that it's going to be okay or whatever. And you're exhausted. Stop giving it. <laughs> Stop it. Instead, instead, be direct and loving. But you can say something like, you know, I love you, but I'm not okay reassuring you over and over because it drains me and it doesn't seem to help you or you wouldn't keep asking me to reassure you, you know, right? It, and you could, then you could offer other support, couldn't you? Like you could then ask some questions. You know, I'm here to support you, not fix you. Um, I love you. I'm behind you 100%, but I'm not going to give you any suggestions. Uh, do, do you need a hug? That's one of my favorites, right? I got hugs. I got hugs, but no advice, <laughs> right? I'm here. I love you. I'm, I want to hug you and love you up. Uh, let's go have, let's go have a burger. I don't know, but I don't have any advice for you. Um, sometimes if it's really bad and they're doing that, you can say, if it's this bad, it's time to get a counselor. I can't be your therapist. It's time, you know, I can't do this anymore with you. You need to get a therapist. Um, I, I've already told you X, whatever the thing is, you keep asking. So I need to know what's really going on, right? You could do that. Uh, what do you need to do right now to feel better about this? You can ask that. What do you need to do right now to feel better about this? Again, putting it in their lap. Is there anything I can do to help you take action? And if they try to give you, you know, you can tell me a suggestion. It's like, nope, that's not helping you take action. You know, how can I support you in this without giving you advice? You could just come back to that. So all these, you know, following this five-step process is simple, but not easy, right? It's simple. I laid it out. It's not, it's not rocket science, but it's not necessarily easy because you're not used to doing it. That's all. And again, you have to practice, practice, practice. What do I always say? We're not used to holding our boundaries. You're not used to saying what you need. So it can be difficult to change, but it's not impossible. And it could be even easier than you think. But you got to change because improving this important relationship is, is key. And you have every ability to make that happen. You really, really do. And if you think of it as, I have to get to the other side, like I felt with my sister, I was like, I love her too much. Like, I have to get this somewhere else. This can't keep going in this direction. And I just, because failure wasn't an option. My being miserable wasn't an option. And my not speaking to her wasn't an option. So I had to find something else. And we did. And is it perfect? No. But, you know, it, it's, but it's real good. And I don't feel so drained getting off the phone or whatever, you know, it's, it's always going to be something where we're different people, where we have a different approach to things, but that's okay. And if we can have honest conversations, if I can just say to her, and you know, she's so open when I, when I say something, not in the moment, she gets a little negative. I'm not going to lie. She's like, ah, you know, but you know, so what I do sometimes is I send an email 
I've done that before. I've sent her an email and said, you know, I feel like when I speak to you directly, you kind of over, you you sort of react right back. So I want to give you time to think about this. And then I want us to talk about it though. So don't email me back, but I want to talk to you about it. I just want you to think about it first. And that's worked really well. Like, so I do want to talk to her and she does have a moment to think. And then I've seen it over and over and things change. So and she can do the same with me and asking me things. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And it's definitely deepened our relationship. There was already a very deep love there, but now I feel like there's even more. So there you have it. I am done. I have said all the things uh, about our EDPs, our emotionally training people. I want you to come over to the website, remember, and download the I Feel formula, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. And I want you to remember that I really do believe in you. You absolutely can do this. I have complete faith. I appreciate you being on this journey with me because it's a journey. It's mine too. And uh, just know that I really love you and I'm sending out all the good goodness this week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything, you can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.